No way, dude. Saeed warned me about you. I'm taking you to Saeed. He's with Jack. That's why I'm here, Hugo. Jack called me. How else would I know that they're together? No. You're, you're playing one of your mind games. They never trust you. In their defense, I'm not an easy person to trust. But they came around when they realized that we all want the same thing. What's that? To go back to the island. Welcome to Back to the Island. It's me, Chris Farron. It's me, Jeff Rosenstock. And with us, we've got a very special guest, Jonah Bayer. Welcome to the show. Back, Thank, baby. Thank you. Great to be back. It's a beautiful day. You know Jonah from... It's a, a beautiful f- day! From a few episodes ago yeah. of Back to the Island, <laughs> Going Off Track podcast, Sound Advice... United Nations. United Nations. Writing... Writing, yeah, all that stuff, all of it, all of it. This hey, is like uh, my fourth episode, I think, or something like that. Yeah, I, maybe. Could, yeah, I think is it only four? It maybe. might be it five. Might be five. It might be five. It might, might be, be a five. classic fiver. Nice. Classic fiver. You're joining the classic five timers club. Play <laughs> that classic five timers club theme music, Chris. Great. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the club, the five timers club. We made this song just for Jonah Bear. You came here once, you came back again twice more, and now we're here to sing. All right, great. Well, we watched another episode of Lost. How is everybody? Fine. I'm okay. Yeah, cool. You know. Um, that was a very... There were so many characters in that episode, and it was hard for me to keep up having not remembered anything that happened before that. This was jam-packed full of all the major characters who are still alive. Too many. Yeah. No, and no not true. I don't think we saw any Jen in this one. We saw Jen. We saw a flashback of Jim. Does yeah. That, does that count? I guess it counts. But, yeah. Eh. He's in there. Not as much. Right. Uh, um, yeah. A lot of character. It was. I, I was really excited when it started out because uh, yesterday, last week, we watched um, the other 48 days, the episode where they show what the others did when they crashed up until when they all met each other. Uh, the back half of the plane. Ana Lucia, Mr. Echo, Libby, Bernard... Um, and it was so fucking sick. It was so awesome. And it's and this one started with the text of three years earlier, and I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be amazing. And then it was just kind of, it was good, but a little too much. Also, it should have said three years earlier, missed opportunity. For oh, lost wait, what, what? It said three years earlier, and then what? Oh, it was them on, on Frank Lapidus's boat. Yeah. Okay, so you know what's happening there. Why were they? How did they, what happened there? Who is that guy? Frank Lapidus was hired by Penny, Desmond's girlfriend, right, to go find 
to help her find, find Desmond. Desmond. Okay. And as a result, they got to the island somehow. A little shaky on the details. But then... Well, wasn't he... No, wasn't... Uh, well, wasn't he on that ship that Michael was on? Or is that a whole different thing? I think that's a different thing. Okay. <laughs> um, what was... Or is he a helicopter? Was he start on a oh, helicopter? yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah. He's Lawnmower Man. Gotcha. What do you mean? From the movie Lawnmower Man? Really? Oh, really? That's Lawnmower Man. I, I never saw that. Lawnmower Man. I never Man. saw it either. It, it looked too I scary. NC-17. I know. I wanted to see it. Why is it NC-17? We should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to just put a period at the end of yeah. this podcast. Let's watch fucking Lawnmower Man. Uh, what, what were your guys' favorite moments of this episode? I know what mine was. Oh. 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 Do we? Is there? I, I, I have two. Okay. I have one for sure. Um, I have one that I bet is not yours and then i have a feeling we all have the same one all right what's okay. the one that- uh this this episode particularly had two it was really well shot especially all of the food stuff so my first favorite part is cheech marin it's 420 by the way when we're doing this so we got cheech marin in our episode on 420 which is tight but cheech marin making a fucking caviar sandwich yeah that like, was- yeah uh, but then the other one, which there's no contest, is Hurley. shot of Hot Pocket in a microwave. It's done. Hurley gets the Hot Pocket. He's getting ready to eat it. Uh, <laughs> a shadowy figure emerges. It's Ben. He says, hello, Hurley. And then Hurley turns around and goes, ah! And throws the Hot Pocket at Ben, and then it hits the wall yeah, next very to much him. Misses and ex- ben. And it explodes. And there's yeah. just Hot Pocket juice on the on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite moment was Neil getting hit with the flaming arrow. <laughs> Froger. Yeah. yeah was... Who is Neil? He's just a he's just a classic guy who's about to die. I think that Froger, if I'm remembering correctly, and uh, please get uh, help me fill in the blanks here. I think he was part of like their web content, like webisodes or some of the video game stuff. Wow. And I think that like the lost fan base just kind of demanded more Froger in some episodes. And I think that that was just like some fan service, like give Froger uh, a little a little shine. And then Froger. kill him with and a then, flaming bow and, and arrow. And then kill him because it's funny to yeah. kill Froger. Yeah. You know? I think that's what happened. Do you guys have any remember, remember? How do you say I that? I thought maybe Remembering. he was one of the others or something. I could be totally wrong. I thought he, he wasn't came one over. of the others. He I can tell you that for he sure. He didn't come you over with yesterday. like Juliet or something. Well, that's no, a whole different. Thing. I think he's just one of these he, these people from the Oceanic that we don't really hear about until it's time to like, oh, we have to find somebody else that has to die. Which would Wait. make sense why in the web series it'd be like, oh, well, like the stars aren't going to be in this. We could show more of Frogert being annoying. Wait, yeah. Juliet wasn't one of the others. No. I thought she was. She, she was part of the Dharma others. Oh, yeah, the Dharma. She, she well, there's never a lot of plane. others on this show. Right, right, We've right. Got the back half of the plane. The Dharma initiative. Uh, Widmore's people. Uh, the fucking weird freaks in the 70s who were like, I don't know what the hell's going on there. Who Burying Saeed, like drowning Saeed and stuff like that. The army people? No, that's like know. the 40s. Oh, God. Yeah, who are the 70s people? Well, I remember uh, the Japanese dude who Saeed gets into the fight with? 
Oh, those people. Those others. There's oh. all kinds of others. Oh, the yeah. ones like the cave the, people. Toward, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of towards the end, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about them. Yeah. What, that Mac is in. Mac from yeah, Always Sunny. Mac is from Always Sunny. People. Every time. He is? Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was already famous. It was like he really? wanted to be in the show. Yeah, yeah, they're like, okay, fine. And he was just like a bit part. He, I think there's one episode where he gets a few lines in, but yeah. about nothing more than that. Wow, I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love Sun. Why isn't she in more stuff after Lost? She's really good. Yeah. Maybe she is and we just don't know. I don't know. I hope she's still working out there. I have said, you want me to look it up? Yeah, I was going to say... The th- a thing about Neil when he was talking, it was kind of a it's kind of a classic like TV thing to do. I knew he was gonna die by the oh, way yeah. by the way he was separated from everybody else, behaving erratically yeah. and being like, well, what are we gonna do? Blah 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 blah. I was like, this guy, his head's about to explode or something. I didn't. I ex- loved. It I- was very Doctor Arts in that like you could tell it was just like a fucking gift. To the fans. Yeah. Let's kill Froger. I loved how everyone was talking down on him, too. Like, no, you need to take a time out. Yeah. It's like, that would make me so crazy. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. of course. I'd be like, Sh- Calm down. Yeah, it's like, no one asked you, Rose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Sun is on a TV series called Mistresses. Has been for three years. Ooh. Uh, it's on ABC. Oh, good. And she is the star. There you okay, go. Okay, cool. Sun, if you want to come on this podcast... Drop we've never talked shit about you. Yeah, yeah we've never talked yeah. shit about Sun. Never. It has to be in character, though. That's our one role. Yeah. Okay. Two questions. That for I Sun? No, two questions for the, the group. Okay. Is Eloise Penny's mom? Is Eloise Penny's mom? No, Eloise is Faraday's mom. Is Widmore Faraday's dad? So are you asking if Penny and Faraday are brother and sister? In some way. I don't think so. Because Eloise is Faraday's mom, and Widmore is Faraday's dad. Widmore's not Faraday's dad. Widmore's Penny's dad. Eloise, right, opposite of what I just said. Eloise is Faraday's mom. Widmore is Penny's dad. I don't see how the two are connected. Eloise and Widmore have a child. It is somebody, but I forget who it is. Are you sure? Eloise and Widmore are to get, are in the army group that we see today, they but they, we don't see them. We they see fuck, them, and fuck. they have a kid. Have we see? The but kid. who's that kid? I forget. I don't think that that's true. Is, is that like? I don't know. You want to write this down for Lostopedia? You want to just look it up? If you guys talk for a little bit, uh, let's write it down for Lostopedia. Okay. Because there's something there. Right, put a little asterisk next to that in your thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm so yeah. Sorry. No, Chris, use that pen as much as you Thank want. Thank you so much. Um, this episode okay. starts out with uh, Hurley saying, Saeed, there's going to be a day where uh, you need me to get your back, and you didn't get my back today, so I'm not going to get your back. And then the whole episode is him having Saeed's back. Yeah, him carrying yeah. around Saeed's lifeless body, trying to get him help. <laughs> yeah. And that's the kind of nice guy Hurley is. It's true. That's what I say. Oh, my God. I thought when Hurley... So the premise of this episode... Is that um, they lie for a reason I still don't quite understand and make up a story about the island. And Hurley's like, I want to just tell the truth. And they're like, you'll sound crazy. He's like, not if somebody backs me up. Nobody backs him up. When he tells his mom the truth, that was tense. 
Because it's the first time he's let it off his chest, and I was like, she's going to... She's not buying into this. Well, because he's she's also going to throw him back in the mental institution. Yeah, he's fresh from a mental like, institution. Why should she believe this rambling nonsense? That yeah, is truly nonsense. And she does. Yeah, she does. And that's nice. It is nice. She that's says, what moms I, I, do. Yeah, I don't understand what you're saying, but I believe you're telling the truth. Yeah, that was a nice moment. I, I, what I noticed during that scene was I was like, I wrote this down. I was like, Hurley's a really good actor. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was really impressed with his skills. He's got good scale. Yeah. He is. I would, uh... Ah. Is he the best actor on the show? He's great. He's There's never a scene Hurley's in where you're like... I Where you're not enjoying it. Like, yeah. And he he doesn't necessarily steal the scene all the time. That's like, the sign of a truly great you know? actor. Yeah. Although he does do all that headphones shit during the beginning. What's that? We're like at the end of every episode, he listens to his disc man. Yeah, it's not his plays, idea. Like, I got to believe these are getting better. <laughs> getting better, you know? Uh, it is strange to watch uh, shows, modern TV shows, that is that are very nice looking, and then they have uh, old clunky uh, flip, phones. flip phones. Yeah. Yeah, and this was like just at the turning point. Yeah. It's wild to think that we were in a modern society without smartphones. Yeah. That's all I have to say. People had Blackberries at this point, I think. Yeah. But they weren't everywhere. Even yeah. even seeing, like, the book of maps, you're like, yeah, we're, we're Google Maps. Yeah. Like, yeah, can... I was thinking the same thing. Like, she's like, yeah, I, I know where it is. It's like, a year later, she would just punch it into her dang phone. And she's like, I'll be there in a half hour. It's like, not with LA traffic, right, Chris? I know. <laughs> well, you don't know. Maybe she was going to take uh, Coenga to Glendale <laughs> to the 405 to wherever the fuck you fuckers speak about it. I didn't even say anything. What? What? <laughs> uh, ben, if they make a movie about this show, mm-hmm. Paul Rubens should play Ben. <laughs> Why would it Michael Emerson play Ben? If it's if a movie, turn... they want every famous person they can get. The most famous people. A movie they can about get. the making. So should Paul Rubens play Michael Emerson? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, like a biopic about loss. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Paul Rubens. Don't you think that would be good casting? I, I do. Think, I think that'd be a really funny I, movie. Honestly, at this point in like me, I wouldn't be surprised. Like Lost movie's coming out. Yeah. Like right after the Chips movie or whatever. We were driving in uh, Manhattan. Nice. Nice. Uh, and uh, Chris saw 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 spray painted somewhere. Not, sp- I mean, spray painted, but like stencil spray painted. Very, very professionally. It w- was it big. Was it in the East Village on a garage door? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's this bar. Have I never talked about this? Maybe. There was this bar. It was, I think it was called Professor Tom's. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And when I first moved to New York 10 years ago, I didn't have cable. I didn't have TV. And it was like the peak of Lost. And they would have a Lost night where you would go there, watch a show. and, and Silent. It, silent. People talking during the commercial. As soon as it starts up, complete silent. And everyone got a free shot every time someone died or they said the others. Like, wow. not like a full shot, like these little thimble shots, but I would just go there and watch a show and like have a bunch of shots and hang out. That rocks. And I did it every week. That it was, so cool. I did it one time. Yeah. Uh, and I barely remember doing it. There's yeah. even a chance. What I, if you were both there at the same time? I bet we were. It's possible. Yeah. How exciting. You moved to New York 10 years ago. 10 huh? years ago, yeah. 2007? February 2007. Same ish. Really? I mean, I lived in New York. I moved back from Georgia 
in like 2007, uh, December 2007. Okay. I got my first Brooklyn apartment. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised we didn't meet each other sooner. I don't know. It, yeah. Like, uh, as, where did you live? You probably had a job, right? I've just been freelancing since 2005. Whoa, that's cool. So, yeah. So, yeah. no, I was living in South South First between White and Barry for three years. Oh, okay. I was uh, by the Montrose stop for a long time. We okay. both wrote for Alternative Press and never bumped into each other. Yeah, our bylines mingled. Nice. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I was most, I hung out at Duck Duck and drank $2 beers a lot. Okay. That was all I could do. Yeah, I was more of the levy type. Type you were over there. Yeah, I was over there a and lot. They had a good two dollar beer too. That yeah. bar is good. Nice, it's a pretty good spot. So nice. Duck Duck. Yeah. And I lived in Florida, and I lived off of uh, between Tamiami Trail and Forty. Or wait, Forty One is Tamiami Trail. I lived like Tamiami Trail and Pine Ridge area. Where, and I would go yeah. to Starbucks. Okay, yeah. The and sometimes one at... I would go to South Street Bar and Grill. Oh, okay, yeah. South Street Bar. Did I play at South Street Bar and Grill? Yep. Oh, that was. Possibly my worst show ever. It was me with an iPod playing the synth drumbeat stuff by the music industry. Chris's mom was there. No, Casey's mom. Casey's was there. mom was there. Um, and <laughs> my, the my thing, mom might have been there. The too. thing I had the iPod plugged into just kept turning off and kept turning the P, the PA kept turning off and on. Yeah. So the music kept turning off and on while I was in the middle of a song. <laughs> Can you imagine what that would be like? Sounds like were, a nightmare. Right? I mean, that's basically what happened to me. Not as extremely, but that happened pretty much in Mexico. No, your played. music was just quiet. It got qu- It kept getting quieter and quieter and quieter as the set <laughs> went on. Uh, speaking yeah. of Mexico, I want to say this week on my podcast going off track, Jeff is a guest. And we recorded it right after the Mexico thing. And we talk about the Mexico thing a lot, which seems like it happened a really long time ago. It did happen a really (laughs) long time ago. I also know, and this is what I was worried about, so might as well just come out and start talking about it. I know I started talking some media conspiracy shit at the end of that episode. Is that bad? I Well, I I feel like for a while I thought it was bad because Trump won. And basically what I think I was saying was like, Clinton and Trump are friends. We know that they're friends. And like, I don't know. There's like... I, I think there's so much, like, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast today with Eddie yeah. Bravo. Yeah. And it got so conspiracy, th- like, I think what you're saying is nothing. Like, they were talking about, like, he believes the earth is flat. He believes that it's easier to control people if they think we're on a round planet. Thinks all the moon landings, all that stuff was Why fake by NASA. Why is it easier to control people if we're on a round planet? You listened to the podcast. He didn't I, explain himself. Wait, who is this? This guy, Eddie Bravo. He's like um, an MMA guy. He's friends with Joe Rogan, but he's so, so out there that even Rogan's like, dude, what are you sa-? Like, he's like, you can't believe this. And the guy's like, he just doesn't trust anything. He's like, I only can trust stuff that I can see. It's like that skyscraper, I believe that's there because I can see it and touch it. But he's like, all this other stuff, it's just everyone's in on it. That's like, bizarre. Yeah, that sounds very philosophical. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, but like dude, the, dude, the I... idea that like if you learn science, then you learn everything. And then if you learn philosophy, you learn that you don't know anything. Right. I just feel like stuff like, you know, the sun comes up every day. Like the earth is definitely round. Like it's crazy to me to think that it isn't. And and, okay, he, and, he, and, he, and he's saying stuff that he's like, if people know it's flat, then there's all this like other land out there people don't know about. I mean, it's like... That seems a bit much. But here's a question. Sure. So flat earth, flat earthers, is that what they're yes. called? 
Um, it's been coming more to the forefront since Lil B announced himself as a flat earther and a handful of other Wait, people. Well, Sha- Shaq just came out. No, 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 Shaq, Shaq was joking. Shaq was... Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shaq's... Yeah, he was definitely joking. Uh, he was know- on Jimmy Kimmel and they were like joke, la- like laughing about how it was definitely a joke. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I no, just saw his quote. it wasn't Lil B, it was, it was, uh... B.O.B.? B-O-B. Oh, it was B.O.B. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, maybe did Lil B and him get into an argument? Lil B's just so good on the internet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, has I'm sure I, I, I'm sure both of you have read at least more about the Earth possibly being flat in the last two years than you have in your yes. entire life. Yes. Have you been in any way looking at it at any point like, mm, okay. no, never. Never. Not okay. The Earth is flat, but like I see what why they're saying that. Not really. No. no. What do they like? Okay, in their heads. Zoom out from Earth. Show me a picture. Yeah, show me. Sh- I want to. I want to know just like what the Earth looks like from space to them. Then, uh, is it just like a <laughs> Mobius strip, like a plate? Yeah, yeah. It's like That's a plate. What they think? Yes. Really? Yes. What would be the point of pretending like it wasn't? Some kind of mind control thing. I don't. I don't. Where s- would the bottom be? I don't know. How does gravity work in this situation? I don't know. I don't, I don't and know. And I bet they I don't, don't know, know either. If, if How you, does fucking gravity if you work go, now? If you, apples, on. baby. Come on, you know that. You got apples in the flat earth, baby. It's the same earth. If That's you tough. go on YouTube and just look up, like, people make all these videos talking about why the Earth is flat and this is their evidence. And there was this one study, like, 20 years ago that they're citing. And, yeah, it's... It's really out there, and I like. I it. didn't realize there was one study about it. There's probably a bunch, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, but yeah, I guess what I'm saying to you, Jeff, is I I think that there's that's what we're saying is nothing compared to like what people are saying. Oh, yeah. every day. Oh yeah. Okay. So I don't think you should feel weird about it. <laughs> I can't think of any conspiracy theories that I'm like, yes, definitely that. I just think, especially the ones where, like, everyone has to be in on it. Like, like Eddie Bravo was talking about how he thinks all the stuff in North Korea is fake. Like, it's all actors pretending. Like, it's like, to me, it's just crazy to think, like, thousands of people can all be, like, a part of this these. This stuff in North Korea is not fake. It's definitely not fake. Like, fucking, I think Mike Park's mom escaped from North Korea. Well, yeah, and that's like, the thing, too. It's also, like, really insulting to people who are, like, over there, like, like imprisoned, yeah, basically. Right. Yeah, be, yeah. You know, it's, like, the same with, like, all these, like, Sandy Hook people. Or they're, like, oh, oh, my God. It was, like, and I was, like, dude, these people's kids got killed, like, fucking, like, then now they have to deal with this. It's so Like, stupid. the crisis actor stuff. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's interesting to read about, but I think it can be really insensitive to people yeah. that are actually going through something real. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the internet is not really a treasure trove of fucking sensitivity. No. <laughs> Which is interesting no, it's because not. It's a, it certainly is a treasure trove of people talking about how they're sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. While I, being insensitive to everybody else. Yeah. yeah. And I, I <laughs> think the point of this one was interesting because, yeah, Rogan's basically like, there are some conspiracies that are real, but it's like when you think everything's a conspiracy, you kind of like negate your credibility on like any of that stuff actually you know what i mean yeah yeah if i'm like this isn't jeff this is just a guy that looks like jeff like this is, i think you know oh my god is you this- have figured <laughs> it out nice total domination do you think any famous hey what's up guys jeff yeah. oh hey jeff hey blacked out for a second there <laughs> what are you guys talking about Lost. I'm just tired. Sorry. <laughs> um do you think there are any dead celebrities who are not actually dead Ooh, that's a really good question. Prob, I think they're probably. I think 
the sheer number of celebrities, there's got to be some. If I had to, if if look, we're not considering their family members' feelings right now, who are all sure, listening sure. to the island. Tupac and Kurt Cobain, possible, totally. Kurt possible. Cobain, yeah, no way, he's dead. Okay. okay, well, maybe not Kurt Cobain, but here's something <laughs> that I I thought when I was a kid, and I have yet to seen uh, anybody really prove the other way wrong. Um, there's a conspiracy theory I've kind of made up on my own. Um, <laughs> Because I remember, and I don't even know if I've seen the letter, but I remember hearing that the handwriting changes in the letter. And at the beginning, it's in, it's in closer to his handwriting. And he's just talking about his stomach, his depression, right. and all that stuff. And then the end, he starts talking about killing himself. And I think that he was writing a letter and he was just going to leave the world and just going to go disappear. And I think the record label possibly swept in to make some moolah and wrote the rest of that note. His arms were too short for the shotgun. Yeah, that famously. That documentary is pretty crazy. Is that soaked a documentary? In bleach? There's, there's, there's soaked in bleach. Yeah, soaked yeah. In bleach. And it's all also, about Doctor Arts the... is in soaked in bleach. Doctor Arts from Lost. It is in the documentary. It's like a reenactment. It's a, okay. Um, also, just just so we're clear here, I He's believe what I'm eye. saying I about Kurt that. Cobain, like. 15% tops. Are you guys familiar with the conspiracy theory that uh, Elvis is in a scene in Home Alone? I've heard... Didn't <laughs> Dan sick. write an article about that? Yeah. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I've, I've, I've heard about that. That's a good one. The Avril Lavigne one is really crazy. Stevie, what, what? The Avril Lavigne one where it's like she's a different person now. It's kind of like the McCartney one. Like They look at all these photos and like, at some point this... They just got this girl that looked just like Avril Lavigne to replace her. People think they got someone like Paul McCartney to. Is that a famous? Thing? The Paul McCartney one is very famous. Yeah, that like he very died a long time enough. ago, and they got like they got some guy to replace him, and it's not really him. What was the Andrew WK thing that was only perpetrated by Andrew WK? It seemed like uh, it didn't. But it didn't really make any. I tried. I tried so Steve hard. Steve Mike. To, there was a lot of Steve. I tried Mike. so hard to yeah. understand what that was about. Yeah, I did. Didn't a, get I it. did a. Podca- I did a going off track with Andrew WK and was too scared to bring it up. I know. And I, <laughs> I know. Would I, you do it now? Would you bring it up now? When it was such a weird, if you listen to the podcast, it was such a weird vibe because I expected him to come in and be like, what's up? Let's, par-, you know, like, yeah. And he was like, had been stuck in traffic for two hours and was going to the airport and like was very subdued and it was very dark. Like the episode is probably one of our darkest ones. Wow. And I just, it was, I was so thrown off. It was good. He was a good guest and he's really smart. But yeah, I just felt like he was talking about getting mugged when he moved to New York and how he didn't feel safe and all this stuff. And I just couldn't figure out a way to bring it up without it. I didn't want to offend him. Yeah. How do you, how do yeah. you, but, but is it really you? Yeah. yeah. But there, but do you really get mugged. But like, I, and I also sound similar as you. Like, I don't really ever think I understood what it was. Like, it was acknowledged yeah, could, sort of, but not yeah, really. I didn't understand what, like, what he was actually trying to say. What somebody is saying is that the Andrew WK that we see perform now is not the Andrew WK who performed in the I Get Wet era. Right. I thought it was something right. like, uh, well, I thought it was something like Andrew WK was like an idea someone came up with and he got like cast as him, sort Steve of. Steve Mike. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and you could see on the record some of them were produced by this guy, Steve Mike, or executive produced. Especially, I think The Wolf is. And The Wolf was, one, was a record where uh, some fans felt that Andrew WK kind of took a turn for the worse 
Which is completely insane because the Wolf is fucking awesome. Yeah. Every Andrew WK record just kicks ass. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about this conspiracy. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to look into it more. Look My into it. wife and I uh, yeah. smoked weed with Andrew WK. Really? Yeah. That's was it cool. fun? Uh, yeah, he was so wildly nice. So Fake Problems was recording our final record, Real Ghost Caught on Tape. And my wife and I were in the studio late at night because I was recording vocals. And we went out to like the little patio part of the studio. And Andrew WK was in there, was there just sitting there like on his phone smoking a spliff. And I saw him and I was like, is your name Andrew? And he's like... Hey, yeah. And I was like, I'm Chris. And we talked for a second. Because we were both about to be on the Vans Warped Tour. Oh, okay. So I had a point of, like, something hey, to actually... Hey, we're going to be on tour together. Yeah, seven. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and then we just sat out there for, like, five minutes and smoked a spliff with him. And he was super nice. And then, three weeks later, I saw him just walking around at Warped Tour. And I said, hey. And he, go, and he looked at me and goes, Chris... And it was the coolest thing ever. Andrew WK that is cool. Is his greatest skill is mem- remembering your fucking name. Yeah, like, I met him when I was. We did Warp Tour. ASAP did Warp Tour when I was like twenty. Uh huh. With him, and I've seen him a handful of times since, and he always remembers my name. He remembers so my cool. band. He's like, "Oh yeah, how's your old guitar player Joe doing?" It's just like, wow. Yeah. How how could you? He's got a genius mind. I barely remember mind. your name. What yeah, is it? I was... Chris Farron? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Chris Farron. Oh, okay. You know I my middle it. name? I don't know your middle name. Eduardo. It's not true. Eggs. It's not eggs. It's Richard. Fine. <laughs> Dick. Okay. Yeah. Chris Dick. Chris Dick. Dick. Dripping. Come dick. Is that what you want to say, Jeff? <laughs> um, I, <laughs> sorry. I I was worked on Warped Tour one year and Andrew BK was on probably like 2002, 2003. <gasps> and he would do... Yeah. He, was that when you were there? AFI? Yes. Rancid? Yes. Yes. And he would do these signings that would take like four hours because yeah. he would write these super long personalized notes and it was like the height of his popularity and there were so many people and he would literally just do it every day like three hours just until like the last person was like, it was very impressive. It was inspiring yeah. to see that stuff. Yeah. It's just like, okay, like you can be nice and give yourself to your audience in a, in a way that uh, makes them feel appreciated. Yeah. In, yeah. in a way that a lot of people don't. Yeah. yeah. He's got a cool thing. Chris, I mean, I feel like I heard you were just hanging out in your tour bus the whole time and ignoring fans, <laughs> playing right. video games. Well, yeah. I, uh, I was in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm ignoring all my fans. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out here ignoring my fans. And then I would like, somehow I would, you know, walk through the crowd totally unrecognized, which is always, you know, a really big triumph for me on Warp Tour because, like, you never know, all these fans everywhere. <laughs> but I, somehow, I was able to just go in all the right places, all through the right parts of the crowd where nobody ever knew who I was. Really? Wow, yeah, that's nobody impressive. ever. And Did when you we, ever consider... And when we played, and when, 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 when Fake Problems played, people wouldn't even come see us. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because we played at just the right time. That's cool. Yeah. It's cool. They probably just wanted to give you your space. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it's it was. Very respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. So you got to have like a, a small middle of nowhere show vibe. Yeah. Like DIY vibe. Yeah. And tour. you know, we ordered all this merch and we're like, well, we have all these other tours coming up. Are we going to have to order more merch? And thankfully, we could <laughs> we just used all the merch that we ordered on, for Warp Tour for a, a few more years. <laughs> So we were really 
really lucky in that. I played with you at Warped Tour in New York. I remember. We yeah. iced you on stage yeah. to give you a frame of reference what year it was. <laughs> um, hey, can we talk some more about Lost? Yeah, sure. sure. All right. Did well, I already say the Paul Rubens thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was stoked for you to see fucking Michelle Rodriguez. She's great. Didn't think we'd see her. Did, have we seen you since we last saw you? We went and saw Fast, The Fate of the Furious. Okay, and it was sick. And she's in that. Yeah, she's in like oh. almost have you all not of seen them. Those movies. I don't. I only like it's like on an airplane, like maybe. So so no, not really. For all intents and purposes, not really. This is the first one I'd ever seen. Start with Fast Five, man. It, really, Fast Five is just Ocean's Eleven, basically, and uh, it was like, see, it's just like a. I don't know. They like. Bring people back from the dead, and it just really makes, it makes no sense. Okay, and it's it's fun. It's fun in a way that makes no sense. It's a, it's a lot more fun and less self serious than I expected it to be. Yeah, yeah. okay. Because the early ones were like like car movies, right? I think I saw those. Yeah, I didn't realize that they had switched things up. Yeah, you got to make your way first through the first four <laughs> movies, and then, okay. but I, definitely watch the first four. No, you don't have to watch the first four. Although these are the titles of those movies, the fast of the furious, too fast, too furious, of course. fast and furious, the fast and the furious Tokyo drift. And then number four, fast and furious. Right. Yeah. Which one did you guys watch? The fate of the furious. Fate Hashtag of Got it. What was seven called? Furious seven. What about the, six? I think that was just called Fast and Furious Six. <laughs> what was five called? Fast, Fast five. five. They really blew it on Fast and, but it wasn't called the Fast and the Furious. Hey, I, I, I really Fast blew it. Furious I really six. blew it on a Fast Five too, if you know what I'm saying. I don't. I really blew it with a Fast Five. You came after having sex for five Fast Hours. Yes. No, I, hands have five fingers, remember? Oh. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. I, I was going more where Jeff was going. Oh, no, no. Okay. no. Fast five. Fast five. J-O. Uh, <laughs> did, did Hurley and Miles ever, like, bond about how they both could talk to ghosts? I hope so. You know? I don't know. This episode had all the funny boys. Yeah. Oh, Miles had one line, but it was a really good line. I forgot what it was. Isn't that helpful? Sawyer says something like, where are you going, Mr. Wizard? (laughs) Dr. Wizard? Wizard. Yeah, where are you going, Dr. Wizard? And Miles goes, it's Mr. (laughs) Wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who the fuck is that butcher? Jill, right? Who is that? They make it seem like she's supposed to be somebody. And I I would argue she does a pretty good job at that. Why didn't they just have her on the show from there on? Right? Only in that butcher shop, though. People no. come there and go, Wait, well, well, we want some pizza steak. And then she's like, well, how's Jack doing? And then they have a serious conversation about that. What if she's just on the island, but all she could talk about is sandwiches? Yeah. Back in New York, I made sandwiches. Uh, She's in L.A. Back in L.A., I made New York sandwiches. (laughs) Can we talk a little bit about the ending of this episode? Where Ben's, Ben's goes there and he's like, I can't get Hurley. We're trying to get the original ones back. They're in a church? This episode had the greatest balance of stuff that I think is fucking sick about Lost and stuff that is infuriating to me about Lost. Yeah. And the ending, like, they're in... Eloise has a hood up 
in front of a fucking chalkboard doing equations. And then they reveal Eloise as, like, we know who Eloise is at this point, Yeah, right? it's or very clear not? that it's Eloise. And they reveal her like, oh my god, it's Eloise, who I knew it was. <laughs> um, and then she goes, and if we can't do it, God help us all. Yeah, it's like, why? what the fuck does that mean? Because Widmore will win? Yeah. And what happens then? That's the thing I don't understand about this show entirely. What happens if the team that we're led to believe is good doesn't win the arbitrary competition that is happening? I'm, did you feel like when Hurley was trying to explain it to his mom and he was like, and then this thing happened, and I'm not totally sure why, that was the writers making fun of the fact that yeah, they basically yeah. couldn't Hurley explain. Hurley and Sawyer both like yeah. flip-flop between like the voice of the audience. There was yeah. a Hurley, I feel like, wasn't there a Hurley like voice of the audience like really hard? core thing at the beginning of this episode there was something where he was sitting and talking to his dad same thing I really like it when shows do that me too especially this show because yeah yeah you got it you have you have yeah Um, you can't be too precious about that um okay so yeah god help us all if they can't get Hurley on the plane right there's so many other fucking people who are not getting on that plane like at w- like, how come one extra person is going to make that much of a difference at this point? Well, they need the right. si- the six. Why? I, what did- if it, what if it was a different? What if there were <laughs> si- if there were if there were five people who got who went back to the island or went back to the mainland? Um, if there were five people, don't you think they'd be like, okay, we have to get all five in the plane, not like we have to have six or it doesn't work. And they're already not bringing... And if there, was all, if there were seven, don't you think they'd be like the same thing? Like, God help us all if we don't get all seven on there? And they're already not bringing Aaron back. Yeah. Aaron's a little kid that definitely came with them out and yes. is not coming back with them. Yes. It's interesting. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't know. I don't have answers God for any of this. God help us all about what? Yeah, it seems a little dramatic. God help us all. Hurley is the only one that makes any sense. They threw him in a dang mental hospital. Are Faraday and Charlotte are supposed to be lovers? They, they have, have eventually. zero chemistry. <laughs> they have no chemistry. It's pretty weird since he's a scientist, am I right? Yes, thank you. What about that episode where they flash back to the 40s and he meets, like, baby Charlotte? Oh, and he's like, <laughs> God, I'm gonna fuck you someday. <laughs> And he says that. <laughs> um, That's hey. like Twilight. You guys know about this Twilight thing, right? I've probably talked no. about this on every episode of this podcast. No. Have you seen the Twilight movies? I have not, no. There is an element of the Twilight movies. Jeff, let me finish. There's an element of the Twilight movies where the werewolf guy, Taylor Lautner. Okay, so Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. Oh, my God. Have a kid together. Oh, my God. They have a kid together. You're going to want to hear this, Jeff. Fine. They have a kid together. And the kid is, at this point in in one of the movies, four years old. And Taylor Lautner shows up, and what is referred to as he imprints on her, which is basically, and beyond basically, literally, him going, I'm calling that. And when that kid grows up, we're going to get married. And that's what happens. Is that not... Unlike arranged marriages, don't they decide that shit pretty young? But he's like thirty years old, and yeah, he's, just guess, like, guess, he's just like he's just like his friends' kids. Like, he just shows up and he goes, "Oh, I'm my friends' kids." He's like, "Ooh, that baby's mine in so, fifteen years." So he, but he doesn't age. Is that the thing? 
he's like a werewolf, so he doesn't age or something. Vampire or werewolf? He's a werewolf. Okay. And the baby is half human, half vampire. Okay. So age is like maybe faster. Werewolf, werewolves don't have anything to do with virgins necessarily, right? Like, what, no like what we do in the shadows when they explain, like, let me put it this way, if you're going to eat a sandwich, you'd like to know that nobody fucked it first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a great film. Have you I've seen never that? I've seen that, no. Oh, my so God. Good. What's it called? What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. Top flick. Yeah? Yeah. Really, down. in my top five funniest movies. Yeah, one of the funniest for sure. Yeah. Lossopedia? Oh, I have some questions first. Great. I could just answer them quick. Um... So Charlotte and uh, Jeremy Davies, uh, Faraday, like they each get a mango to eat themselves, but they don't share it with anybody. Yeah. They're like, I think we could really use this mango. Yeah, <laughs> weird. Like, yeah, I only found two of them. Let's have them. <laughs> um, why? Uh, oh, I thought that Hurley's mom is dead. No. Didn't like she, the house burned down and she like, died because of the money stuff the numbers the house burned down but she didn't die she broke her leg some i don't know do you uh, think if you guys were rich you would make caviar sandwiches yes huh? would you I, make I caviar anyway. sandwiches if you were rich no no i don't i've never had caviar have you yeah a couple times i can have it as a vegetarian i realize yeah it's just eggs yeah uh is it good it seems gross i don't really know yeah, it's okay. I feel like every time I've had it, it's like fine, but I'm Is not it like, like fish jelly. Yeah, that don't sound good. <laughs> There's why the fuck would you want at that? Russ and Daughters? Expensive. They have this like wasabi, oh! r- r- like spicy kind of fish row thing they I, put on. I don't like mustard at all. Really? So wasabi is gross to me. So wasabi and f- mustard and fish sounds like count me out. Why yeah. are the two main like rich people foods disgusting fish Escargo things? And Escargot and caviar? Escargot and yeah. I guess snail isn't a fish. Ah, snail's as close as a fish as anything else. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? That isn't a fish. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember those uh, Grey Poupon commercials? Yeah. Where they tried to make it seem like the fanciest thing ever? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's the classic that's the classic fancy commercial. Yeah. But I mean, that's such a good idea because then you go to a grocery store and you're like, oh, this is actually cheap enough that uh yeah, and you feel like fancy. a wealthy person. Yeah, you go home, you treat your family like shit. Yeah, you've have you ever liked mustard, or you've never no. been into it? Really? No, it like it makes me it makes me gag. Every vomit. kind of, like if I eat it, it'll like stay in my palate for like days. Really? Yeah. Um, no kind of mustard, no honey mustard, no nothing. There, if you could probably like sneak a tiny bit of mustard into like a special sauce situation. Right, right. Like a light orange type, you know what I'm talking about? Like Big Mac sauce. Right. And uh, an In-N-Out sauce probably has a little bit of mustard in it. And I, and I I enjoy that. But like, if it tastes like mustard, like something triggers in me that just like makes me wretch. Really? Yeah. Chris, do you have any foods like that? Uh, No, I don't care. I'll eat anything or I won't eat anything. You know what? I was thinking, and maybe I said this on the podcast before. I went to In-N-Out recently. Yeah. Classic California, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we really love to hear your tales of the other coast. <laughs> In-N-Out. Oh, my God. I had to listen to you talk about freaking taking your trash out in New York City for five hours. I should have told you that for shorter. Okay. You're right. <laughs> a In-N-Out burger, a Big Mac, a Whopper, and a... 
Ziploc bag full of ketchup and mustard, they all taste the same to me. <laughs> that last one can't be. Lossopedia? Sure. Lossopedia. Someone made a store just for me. Lossopedia, Lossopedia. Welcome back. First sentence. I apologize. Eloise Hawking, also known as Ellie by nobody, was a former leader of the Others and the mother of Daniel Faraday by Charles Whitmore. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know. Hey, I got some more questions. What, wait, okay. No, <laughs> just kidding. Who's what? Charles Whit- who, Who's Penny's mother? Uh, oh, really good question, Chris. Thank you. We're looking it up. Penny's looking mother it up as is... We speak. Penny's mother. Who? Penny's mother. We don't know. Oh, it's an she's icon. an egg. It's an icon. <laughs> Of a purple silhouette that couldn't look less like a human woman uh, unless it just didn't look like it at all. That's going to be the, uh, the, the, the icon for this episode. <laughs> hey, I still have some questions. Is that okay? Yes, I'll ask of course. Quick. Um, wouldn't Kate have gone to jail when she went back to America? Uh, maybe she got, like, a- a- exemption. Yo, you had a traumatic experience. You don't have to go to jail anymore. Maybe President George W. Bush said, "You're free to go." Wait, why? Why do? You, why should she have gone to jail? Because she was getting arrested when she went to the island. Oh right, I forgot about that whole part. Yeah, yeah. Because she burned her fucking dad's house down with him inside it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really have no idea what happened to Jen and getting rescued. Like, I feel like they showed scenes from that episode to explain it. To people like me who wouldn't have known, and it didn't help me. They go away. The boat explodes. Why was Kate supposed to save Jen and Kate couldn't save Jen? What? And then they all would have died if Kate. I felt like they were that? trying to get on that helicopter, and like, yeah, they were like rushing, and she was supposed to get Jen, and then they, she was like, no, let's just take off. And then, like, as they were going away, it exploded with him on it. Yeah. From my memory. Um, how tense is that scene where Son is like, you let my husband die. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She doesn't seem as cool with it as she's, uh, as her words are portraying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally fine. Um, there's one more question. I have. So can a doctor just go into a hospital and get to work? <laughs> yeah, that was, seems like it. Yeah, that was pretty weird, too, I felt like. Well, maybe that's, I mean, if you're a doctor... And you yeah. show up at a hospital with a with, dying person. With a dying person, you're like, Get, "Do you have a room? I need a room." I would just think there would be like paperwork and stuff involved. Maybe you deal Maybe with that you do later. later. Yeah. Maybe an ID at least that you need to see from the doctor. Some sort of doctor's card, <laughs> doctor badge. You get a oh. card. We forgot an, about another really fu- funny moment in this episode when Ben it says to Jack, "He's like, I flushed your pills in the toilet," and he's like, "Thanks." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack's like, oh yeah, thanks, great, good, good, good. Thanks, uh, nice. I've been uh, hoping to. Uh, yeah, I've been meaning to uh, kick this addiction. <laughs> Why not now? Yeah, cold well, turkey. I got a lot of stressful things. Going on. <laughs> um, lost my report card. Lost my report card. Oh, I lost my report um, card. Do we want to we want to write them down so we know that we're not we're not fooling here? Yeah, sure. Chris doesn't have a pen, and he's freaking out right now. I'll just Here you go. Okay, all right. Hold on, hold on. Everything's fine. 
can't open this. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. We have a classic three for Thursday. I know what you wrote down. You wrote a 16, right? No. 15? Yeah, I wrote a 15. No! Uh, I almost had it. 16 here. 16. Damn. 16. Damn. Oh, I'm sorry. I saw the circle, and I was like, it's a six, baby. I also got a circular sticker that says Chris Farron is perfect. That's true. <laughs> that he has a sticker. And that it says that on the sticker. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, Chris. It is the first time in Lost history, uh, and back to the island history also, um, that me and you have officially banked enough episodes before I leave on tour. And me as well. Before we both go on tour. Yeah. Uh, and this episode, they said back to the island, which is so awesome. Yeah, as yeah. we oh. heard in the beginning of this very episode. Of, what a, of this is like, I, when he said back to the island, which they say back to the island more on this show than I could have possibly imagined. <laughs> but this one, I threw my arms in the air and screamed. Yeah, it was, was good. I was so excited. Yeah, it, it was, was awesome. Yeah. Great. It's a great 420 surprise. Oh, yeah. Love it. 420 surprise. And we hope you all had a great 420 last month. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Jonah, thank you so much for being our Thanks guest. Thanks for having yeah, me. It's so been, fun. Yeah, it's been the great lucky number you. five, the five timers club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for inviting me. This is a really fun experience for me. Great. Yeah, and is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, this comes out like May 25th yeah. or something. No no shows book. Just going off track every Wednesday. Yeah, going off track.com. Check it out on iTunes. Check out the episodes with, with Chris and yep. Jeff. Yep. What's and your favorite going off track that's up there like in the last bunch? Um, you can't say mine. Okay, not counting yours. You can say mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one recently. Um, you know what? I like. Uh, I really like one we did recently. We're about to uh, release with someone Chris did a split with. Uh, Tim, Tim Kasher. Kasher. Oh, yeah. awesome! That Tim's awesome. great. He's been on a couple times, but he's always always a great guest. And uh, I feel like we have a. Oh, and we recently did one with um, me and Benny and Stephen everyone with Duncan Trussell. Oh, cool! Who I'm a, a big fan of. He's a comedian. He's got a big podcast, and that we talked. On the Todd Glass show with him, really, a few months ago. Yeah. yeah, he's cool. It's a good one. We got some really good ones coming up. So yeah, check who's it out. Who's the most uh, famous? But like, you were who? What was the most nervous you had been uh, going into a podcast? I mean, the Andrew WK one. I was kind of nervous. I'm always nervous when it's just me because right. usually I have Benny or Steven or Brad or someone else to host with me. I was nervous about that one. And most famous, like you know, I was a little nervous, like. Like when Keenan Thompson or Fred Armisen or those kind of people come on, I just want them not to be like, "What? Why am I here?" Right. Like mm -hmm. sort of when you're calling in like a little bit of a favor, or yeah. someone's doing a nice gesture for yeah. you. But yeah, but I, you at least kind of know them. Yeah. Beforehand, so did you know Bobby Moynihan before that episode? Uh, just sort of like just through Vanessa's work. Just we were like friendly, like, "Hey, what's up?" But like, not. I mean, like, we wouldn't like really hang out, but like we knew each other. Like, I, I try to only ask people if I have, like, a little bit of a connection with them. Like, right. I'm not going to, like, cold-ass yeah. cold people. What about Dave Perner? Was that cool? That Who's was that? He was the singer of Soul Asylum. Singer of oh, Soul cool. Asylum. He is the singer of Soul Asylum. He is, yeah. That was cool. Uh, that was a good one. I, I expected there to be more crazy stories. 
I guess. I mean, he was a good guest. His voice is not what I thought. He basically, yeah. So you've heard Soul Asylum, like, Runway Train, you know? And he talks, he's like, hey, hey it's me, Dave Perner. Yeah. How are you doing? Right. He's got a studio in New Orleans. He was, he, he was, that was a good episode. But yeah, I, f- I feel like he just can't re- remember some of the stuff from that era because it was just so crazy. So yeah. I was expecting a lot of kind of like dirt and it was more. Like, yeah, that happened, whatever. Another really good one of the same era, we did one with Chris Barron, the singer of The Spin Doctors. Oh. And that was... that Cool w- name. That is one of my... Honestly, that's one of my favorite ones. Is that up there uh, recently? Or no, this one's a couple years ago. Okay. But he talked a lot about the band gigging around the East Village. And, you know, like you... That's those, cool. Those bands get so big, you don't think of them as being real bands. Yeah, especially The Spin Doctors, because they... Like, I didn't know until you just said that where I would assume they were from California. Yeah. I wouldn't have assumed that they came out of any scene at all. Yeah. Like, Soul Asylum were kind of famously part of the Minneapolis scene. Exactly. You know? No, they. The Flipper su- soundtrack. Soul Asylum were on that? No. What's the other thing we're talking about? Spin Doctors? Yeah. Yeah. Were they? Famously, Two yeah. Princes. Two Princes, the biggest song of 1995. That a, that's a great song. That's it the is first a great song, song that I ever thought to myself. This is my favorite song. <laughs> it's a great song. It is a great song. I'm the one that like your baby can't you do. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Chris, anything to plug? Uh, I'm about to go on tour with Kevin Devine. Yes. Up and down the West Coast. Cool. June 3rd till 11th. I'll see you at the gig, baby. And then in August. June 3rd till 11th? Yeah. And then okay. in August, I'll be on tour with. Roswell Kid on the East Coast and part of the middle world. You think you could find some time in there to come over here? We'll do a live back to the island for either the pilot or the last episode. In between June and August? Sometime this summer. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. What about you, Jeff? You got anything going on? Uh, well, I just got back from Europe, so just if you saw my band, uh, please retain interest in us. Uh, and we're going out with Laura Stevenson in July and doing a full U.S. tour. Great. Uh, Amazing. Oh, we're playing Pitchfork Fest. Yeah. Which isn't that funny? Yeah. Have you ever seen that coming? No, that's great, though. <laughs> they need they need someone cool like you, man. <laughs> and no one's ever said that sentence as a thing. I'm sure it's a but. Someone cool like me. I think what should cool. I wear? <gasps> oh, Ooh, man. white. Should I wear, like, okay. Ray-Bans. White Ray-Bans. What about like one of those like raver like uh, Dr. Seuss hats, but it's all kinds of colors? The jester with the bells? Yeah. Yeah, and mic it. Mic it. Uh, what if what if we do that show and I just have a headset mic? That's perfect. I have a sideshow Bob, Bob wig, like hat oh, thing, if you want to borrow it. I mean, I could just grow or my hair it. out and it's pretty yeah. much the same. And yeah. stilts. <laughs> Am I playing stilts? Play on stilts. No one else is doing that shit. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, this is fun, but we're we're in. Do yeah. we, anything else we got to do? See you next week, baby. See you in hell. Bye. 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 Hey, what's up? Uh, next week we're gonna be watching the episode of Drift. Oh, I should look it up first. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, okay. why not? Okay. What do you guys want? Well, we could keep talking while it's happening. Well, a drift seems good. It's next week's episode. Um, All right. I. It was season uh, two, season two, episode two. Um, this is uh, oh Bernard's a, first appearance. Yeah, Bernard's first appearance. Also, Michael flashback, and you know me, I like Michael flashbacks. Hate the man, love the flashbacks. See you in hell next week. <laughs>